Murder. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey, everyone. We were really in sync on that. We were. Yeah. We did good. Wow. We did good. Yeah. Look at that. Congratulations to us. Yeah. Mm. We didn't suck yet. No. Give it time. No. It is early. We are trash, so I'm sure it'll happen soon. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Babe, we are kid free. Leah's staying with her dad for a while. Jax is with Jax Nana. Jax is with Nana. Mm-hmm. The only kid we have is the Chance. Dog. Yeah, well, and you. <laughs> I have you. Yeah, you yeah, have me. So. Uh-huh. But oh my God, it's the house is quiet. Yeah, it's weird. Mm hmm. It's very weird. Yeah. It's okay. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's all right, though. I mean,. It's weird not hearing yelling from upstairs with Jack. Or between the playing. two of you. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is what is going on, babe? Babe, I don't know. I don't know how long this uh I don't know how long this episode's gonna be. Why? Uh I don't know. I feel like it might be longer than I anticipated. So that's all right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's all right. Yeah. So. It's, I'm actually looking forward Dude, to it. this is like, it, it's like your stereotypical, like, what everybody fucking thinks happens. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, because police, fire, nurses, and dispatchers, like. We all that's, sleep together. Exactly. Exactly. And that it's a stereotype for a fucking reason. Yeah. It is what it is, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, it, we can't help it, though. It's because all we meet. It's, it, it's all you meet. Exactly. It's all so, we meet, but we're all on the same page. Right, right. We get... Except this guy. Oh, really? I don't think he's on anybody's motherfucking page. Oh, really? A sh- he's a shitbag. Is he really? He's a fucking shitbag. Oh. Yeah. His interviews? Yeah. Oh, my He's a butt plug. If I could reach through the phone. Yeah. Strangle and you know, him. it's because he gives the stereotypical reason for an affair, which I will get to. But okay. then you find out later that like his wife was having the same issues that he was having. What? She was having affairs too? No, no. Oh. Like she was feeling the same thing that he was feeling. And okay. it becomes apparent that that's a big issue and he didn't. He, whatever. He's a dick. He's a dick. This is one time, one time, like the, the wife truly, like. You feel bad for her? She did nothing wrong. Oh, really? Nothing wrong. Oh. No, nothing. So this wrong. is going to piss me off? Uh, well, I hope so. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. We do have a couple new Patreons. Oh my goodness. Read them off. We have Lori. Lori. We have Tammy. Tammy. And we have Siobhan. Siobhan. And Siobhan is my girl that I was talking about, the Pastor National. Oh, that's awesome. She sewed that fucking paramedic patch on her arm so goddamn fast, I think it's taped on. (laughs) I was like, I don't blame you. I would do the same thing. Get it. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for joining. Yes, much appreciated. Yeah, very much appreciated. So... I don't know. I don't. I feel like we don't have a lot of 
business. I know, but babe, I haven't talked to you in a, in a few days. You've been working so much, and then last night you went to bed at like seven o'clock. Oh my god, I was so fucking tired. You were cranky too. I was. You were very. Cranky. I was, and I won't. I won't deny it. I a hundred percent was. And I, I was had trying so much to shit to, to do last night too, and like we wanted to record last night. I yeah. wanted to do orders and finish laundry. I couldn't keep my eyes open. I know, but yeah, so, I was. I was trying to talk to you about I, what. I, just anything. Oh. Babe, I'm home alone with a nine-year-old. And you were home alone most of the day. Exactly. So the I, dog. I have no one to talk to. Chance the pupper was like, Dad, stop talking. Yeah. Stop. So when you get home, I get excited right. because I can at least talk to another adult. Did Jax like skip out of the fucking house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he did. He was like, bye, bitches. Yeah, right when I was making him fucking lunch, too. Always. Because he's like, Dad, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. I'm like, okay, so I made and my... And I'm hungry. Yeah, I made myself mm-hmm. pastaroni. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Jax, are, are you sure? He's like, yeah, Dad, go ahead. So I eat it. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I get done, Dad, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay, well, you're going to be leaving in like a right. half an hour. And then Nana was early, right? And then she, yeah. So I pour the milk, I pour the water, and then, oh, Dad, Nana's here. I'm like, bye, Dad. Dude, you're (laughs) killing me, Smalls. That's all right. Oh, my God. It's okay. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Hey, uh, I got a question for you. I was reading something. Oh, God. Did you know that? Your uh, your pupils are the last to stop when you die. Is this a dad joke? Or are you asking me? No, this I'm for, I'm for serious. Sure? They dilate. <laughs> oh yes. That's why I waited. That's why I gave you a minute before I went into this big, long, like scientific explanation. So I'm glad you got that. Is it true system. though? I don't know. To be honest, with uh, you. I know. I don't. Know. It's a dad joke. I would, uh, yeah, which I figured. So. <laughs> that was a good one, wasn't it? God. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, great. when I read that one, I, I laughed. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry, babe. I had to. You're not sorry. I know I'm not yeah. sorry. At no, all. you're not. Not at all. So, in other news, yeah. So we did. Uh, an episode about the Riley Fox case. Yeah. Little girl out of Wilmington. Yeah. Her dad died in a head-on collision in Arkansas this week. That's so sad, isn't it? 46 years old. Oh, my God. I feel terrible for his son. I do, too. His son yeah. has been through so much. But, yeah. So, uh, prayers go out to the family with that one. That oh, one, my God. Believe, How like, four terrible. people sent it to me, too, that he passed. Yeah, same here. I was like, shit. So young. But not just that, the shit that he went through. Yeah, that was a sad one. And then to end up, oh yeah. my god! And he he was living in Arkansas. He had a he had a family right. there. He was running a business, yeah. you know. So that's that's where he was. And yeah, know. how really terrible! Sad. Yeah, fuck. Even the dog just ditched us. I know, right? Hmm. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm out. He's laying on the landing. He's it's because Jax isn't here. Yeah, that's why he's laying on the landing. He misses to come his home. buddy. Guy. Yeah, so. he misses his buddy. All right, so you want to just dive right in? Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, this case pissed me off. Okay. A lot. Mm. I have a, a lot. We'll just leave it at that. So, <laughs> um, all right. All right, so fatal attraction is defined as an intense and obsessive infatuation with another person. Brr. 
an attraction to the very qualities in a person that ultimately become the cause of the relationship falling apart. Mm. An attraction so strong an individual lacks logic and reason in their thinking when dealing with their attraction. It's also a pretty term to describe a flirtation or relationship concluding in the fatality to one or both parties. Damn. Uh, an extramarital affair is designed as a relationship, described as a relationship that takes place outside of a marriage. I think that's like self-explanatory. Well, you would think, but uh, affairs usually start with lies. Lies of motive and intent. Lies that remain unspoken while being rationalized in the heads of the people involved in it. Then comes emotional betrayal. Marital issues being discussed with another who's an outsider. Followed by more lies until telling them becomes almost natural. And then the suspicions start, making the affair, the affair an open secret that's going to end one of two ways. The story is no different. Love, family, betrayal, jealousy, obsession, and finally death. Death of faith, loyalty, trust, and the death of a cop's wife. Ooh. Because you know we had to do a cop one. We get it. You have to. Dun, dun, dun. Are you going to yell at me for slurping? Or drinking well, loud don't fucking this slurp, and I won't. Babe, I told you, my mouth is juicy. I oh cannot God. help it. Please stop talking. Babe, I can't help it. My mouth just okay. salvates. Stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. All I'm right. trying not to slurp I'm my gonna, monster, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm trying to tell a story here. I know. I'm sorry. All right. In 1989, Heather Hodges was a sociology major at the University of Northern Colorado. Ignacio Garris, who they called Ig, so he'll be Ig from now on. Ig. Because he's not worthy of a name. Okay. So fancy as Ignacio. Uh, He was also a sociology major and was struck the moment he saw her. One night he walked her home from a party so he could ask her on a date, and they became inseparable. Her best friend, Jamie Harris, said, quote, it was fun to watch them fall in love. Uh, Ig comes from a large Spanish-speaking immigrant family whose parents divorced when he was young. And Heather comes from an affluent Boulder, Colorado family whose parents had been married for just about 30 years. Her father was actually a psychology professor who wrote papers about the effects of divorce on young kids. Wow. Mm -hmm. So Heather made it very clear from the beginning of the relationship that she would not tolerate infidelity in any way. That it was an immediate deal breaker. Well, I think most are like that. You would think. Uh, In 1991, Unless you're a swinger. (sighs) Did you know pineapples is like to show that you're a swinger? A pineapple? A pineapple? Yeah. I knew something else about pineapple juice. Well, yeah. No, I didn't say pineapple juice. I said pi- like the symbol, but, the pineapple. Really? Yeah. I I thought that, like, did you ever hear of, I, I think it's called like 21 pineapples. Mm-mm. And it's for mentally challenged Yes, it's that's a, a clothing company. line. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm talking about like a pineapple, sim- just a simple pineapple symbol. That means you're a swinger. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. Yeah, wow, I know that now. So, um, so in '91, the couple married in a large traditional Catholic wedding. Ig was 23, Heather was 22. They documented everything with their video recorder. Um, their honeymoon, they loved cheesy, sentimental Hallmark cards and one-upping, one-upping each other with gifts for birthdays. Oh, I thought you were going to say they just love cheese. I'm going to be like, I mean, same, same, dude. Same. Same. I, mean, I, I love you. it. So shortly after the wedding, 
Heather's 50-year-old father died of a sudden heart attack in front of her. Uh, Yeah. Two weeks later, her mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh, God. Um, Despite this, though, they tried their best, and both Heather and Iggs started their careers um, in what they thought was going to be lifetime careers, you know? Yeah. Uh, Heather started as a banker at the Colorado State Employee Credit Union, and Iggs started as a police officer with the Greeley Police Department. Um, it's kind of funny. So it's it's a hard, sometimes dangerous job that also gave Heather a second job, being a cop's wife. And where is this at? Colorado? Colorado. So now a lot of what I read and everything like that, they made a big deal about her being like a cop's wife. Yeah. How it's like it's a whole second job and it's a whole. I, I mean, it, it really is. is. It hundred fucking percent. You know it mm-hmm. from experience. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. So Ig said that Heather worried most when he was in narcotics and undercover. And he said, quote, I'd never tell her when I do drug deals and stuff like that because it would only freak her out. I pretty much the yeah, same. Yeah, but I got mad if you didn't tell me. I know. So, But I, I would try not to. Yeah. Um, shielding Heather from the ugly side of his life became like reflex, but also began a, quote, don't ask, don't tell side to the marriage. By 1997, they were living in a comfortable ranch home. They had a cat and a dog. They both had great jobs and a new baby girl named Victoria Shea. Life was unfolding like a dream. Yeah. Which I found out something later on about the daughter that shocked me. Um, Oh, really? I'll get to it. Okay. Um, So Heather's mom now, so about 12 years after the first diagnosis, got diagnosed with cancer again. And she ended up living with Ig and Heather through this. So she watched her mom deteriorate. Oh, that's terrible. Um, Overcome by grief, Heather began to suffer from depression and anxiety. Um, She got put on medications that she described uh, that made her, quote, lethargic, which I hate that word. Um, Ig said that she would come home from work, she would eat, go straight to bed, and he wouldn't see her till the next day. Mm -hmm. This went on for a year. They tried counseling, which Ig said was pointless because it was the meds that were causing all of the issues. He then said in an interview that he started to feel unloved, unwanted, and angry. Yeah. And said, quote, I couldn't confront her because if I confronted her, it set off an anxiety attack and we'd end up in the ER. Mm. Now, we find out a little bit later that she was having the same feelings. Because as much as he thought she was pulling away, she felt he was pulling away. Well, yeah, but she was the one that would come home, eat, and then just go to bed. Mm-hmm. But so, because what, what of, is he supposed to do? Well, what what would she supposed to do? It's a communication issue. Yeah, you yeah, know, it wasn't it just is. the meds; it was a communication issue. Yeah, I, I bet that would have maybe solved some of the problems. Right? You can't they, just say, "Well, well I'm not going to." Well, first of all, don't use the word confront. You don't need to confront her. Talk to her. Yeah. She's going through a shit time in her life. You guys are supposed to be in it together. Talk to each other. Yeah. You know? You can't forget he's going through a lot, too. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They both Being in narcotics, I mean... I know. I'm sure he's going through a lot, too. Oh, absolutely. And that's why... I mean, don't just take the the female side. Shush. God, I didn't want to do this fucking case. I'm not just taking the female side. And maybe if he would have talked to her a little bit more about work and just didn't talk about it she would know a little bit more would she want to hear about it i don't know that's something that they would have to figure out but if he doesn't tell her he doesn't know yeah if if he can talk to her about it you know so we don't know we weren't there right 
So in 2004, Weld County Dispatch merged with Greeley City Dispatch. Uh, Iggs started noticing a female dispatcher paying special attention to him and said, quote, she went out of her way to help me. I just figured, you know, she was a good gal. This was Shauna Nelson. Mm -hmm. They started running into each other at Starbucks, started talking. Both were having issues with their spouses. So they were talking about that, which, again, the whole marital confidences. Yeah. Uh, He said, quote, we started confiding in each other and one night it became intimate. I wish you could listen to his interviews because he's in. What what was like in jail? He's not in jail. Oh, he's not? He's not in jail. Ooh. Mm -mm. He's not in jail. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Who interviewed him? Josh Mankiewicz. Okay. Which, yes, even Josh Mankiewicz was like, you're a fucking putz. I gotcha. Yeah. Like, the questions that Josh Minkowitz would ask and he would answer, Josh Minkowitz would be like, for real? Like, oh, really? for real? Yeah. So, when asked why he I just, did it. I didn't know who interviewed him, so I'm sorry. Josh Minkowitz. Gotcha now. Be nice if he listened. Um, so, when asked why he did it, knowing it was wrong, he said, quote, because the problem still existed. And then once you've soiled yourself, dirtied yourself, once you're in the mud... What's the difference with having a little more mud on you, you know? Ooh. No. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a great answer, bud. None of them are great answers. Yeah. Yeah. So Shauna Louise Bunce was born on October 1st, 1971. Uh, she had a complicated childhood. Her aunt ended up raising her as her own, and she didn't find out until she was graduating high school that her her aunt was actually her mother and her mother was actually her aunt really so wow um either 1989 or 1990 kind of depends she graduated high school and in 1992 she started dispatching for weld county she married a fellow dispatcher but divorced uh, a few months later yeah in 1995 she met uh weld county deputy ken nelson they started dating married about a year later followed shortly by two kids um, they had a good marriage, by all accounts, uh, for about 10 years until Shauna got bored. Uh, then she met Ignacio after the merger. I love that name. I know. And he's not Ignacio. worthy of it. He's not worthy of it. Ignacio. Um, by January of 2005, they were having a full-blown affair. Yeah. Both of us got to take sips. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ig said this was the first time that he had stepped out on his wife. Uh, but the people around him called bullshit. <laughs> so um, he allegedly liked one night stands, which he would later admit to. Yeah. Uh, and she liked badges. Which. Badge bunny. That's what everybody knew her as. Which. Let me just side note here. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. Because Ignacio, Ignacio will later say that. Ignacio. He wasn't worried about any of the other cops talking about his affair because their hands were dirty too. <laughs> so why is she the badge bunny? Yeah. True. How come she's the only one who's described as a badge bunny? Is so there she, a saying for cops that like step out? Know, well, they, I don't. I don't think they're necessarily sleeping with other cops. I think they're just sleeping. No, with I know, with a but hole. like badge bunny, like you know, is there a nickname for a dude who likes badges? Yeah, or oh, just know. anything. I don't think there is. I don't know. There um, should be though. But the cops like whore. There you go. Man or woman. <laughs> Man or. Doesn't matter. 
filthy whore. <sighs> so by three months, though, now Ig thought, I'll get laid. Great. Cool. We'll have yeah. some fun. Three months in, though, according to Ig, um, Shauna was saying that he was the one. Ooh. And he's like, cool. I love my wife. I'm not leaving her. Now that's yeah. according to him. Right. Um. So Heather would end up seeing Shauna around town and Shauna would be like a dick to her for no reason. Really? So Heather's like, who the fuck is this broad? And why am I dealing with this bullshit? You know? Right. Who the fuck are you, it was lady? Like, it was like a mean girls kind of thing. And then when Shauna was with her friend, it was it was worse. So Ig's like, listen, what what are you doing? Like, she has nothing to do with this. Leave her alone. And Shauna's response was, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I can't talk about Snow White. So Heather would go to Ig and be like, so who is this fucking broad? <laughs> right. Who is this why fucking she, Why lady? is she being a dick to me? And Ig's like, oh, well, she's a stalker. Of course she is. Sure. Uh, that sure. the affection she showed him was creepy and he couldn't really get around, around it because, you know, they work together. Mm. Poor Heather. Yeah. Um, now, this is where Ig turns into a fucking idiot. Uh, he said that Shauna started to almost intimidate him. Mm. That he tried to break it off, he changed his phone number, and that she would still get a hold of him through work. Yeah. Well, then one day she got a hold of him and said she was pregnant. Ooh. So they agreed that she would have an abortion. Smish morsion. Smish morsion. So he took her and he paid for it. Mm. Okay. He didn't stop fucking her, though. Yikes. Nothing. They didn't even, like, pump the brakes. They were <laughs> pumping something, but it wasn't the fucking brakes. Right. So he continued to sleep with her. Yeah. Minimum once a week. Hey. In addition to now having one night stands that he's admitting to. Wow. Yikers. I, mm. Man, how do, how do you get the energy? For, like, Dude. Fuck that. Babe. <laughs> Wait till you hear what he said. So he said at that point, Shauna saw him as a possession while Heather still saw him as a mate. Like, Heather trusted him when she shouldn't. Yeah. And Shauna didn't when, who gives a fuck? You're the side piece. You don't need to trust me. Mm-hmm. She actually, they were at a Christmas party, and she got pissed off at a woman named uh, Michelle. Now, there's two different Michelles in this story. This is, this is Michelle Bush, I believe. Oh, Somebody Bush. had a car that uh, Michelle wanted to drive, and Egg was like, oh, I want to go with. And yeah. Shauna like, flipped out and said that this chick was trying to disrespect her. I'm sorry, Egg, where's your wife? Right. How come she didn't come to the Christmas party with you? Yeah. What's that all about? Now, Michelle Bush comes in later. Bush. Um, so, around Christmas of 2000 and... I wrote four, but I think it's five. Um, Shauna left her journal on her stove at home. Because that's a normal place to leave your journal, right? Oh, Just on the stove, course. on the kitchen counter. Yeah. Right. Your most private thoughts. Right. Here you go. Well, out in the open. Her husband found it. Oh, my God. Yeah. This dummy. Shauna says it was not intentional. For him to find it. Bullshit. I call your fucking bluff. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. So he called her and was like, okay, well, you choose him or you choose me. Mm-hmm. Shauna said that she wanted her marriage to work, so she chose Ken. Again, did not stop fucking egg. Well, I mean, you can't. No brakes were pumped here either. <laughs> so. I mean, now, why would you? Oh, my God. So now Ig is saying that. 
Shauna is threatening to tell Heather. He's saying, we have to break it off. Now your husband knows. My wife is suspecting shit. Like, we got to break it off. And Shauna's like, I'll tell Heather then. Right. So Ig says that he was essentially held hostage. Mm. I think his exact words were, I was held over a barrel. Wow. Or you could have just stopped. Yeah. I mean, that too. Eh. Uh, Eh. Eventually, Shauna and the kids moved out and Ken files for divorce. Yeah. So now she sees this as like a good opportunity to relive her 20s because she's been married since she was young. Right, right. She starts bar hopping with 24-year-old Weld County Deputy Michelle Moore. I I get that, though. I mean... Oh, yeah. Because I... I I don't not understand that. I worked since I I was 21. Yeah. And I mean... I, I like my 40s. I, I want my 40s to right. be good. Oh, I understand it you completely. Know. Yeah. So Ig would come to her condo, her rented condo all the time because, you know, he, he stopped. Yeah. Eventually, though, he did stop. He stopped after she made the Snow White comment around the spring of 05. He ignored her for about three months. And then in June, she called him and he picked up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so let's, you know, let's talk. And she's like, well, do you want me to call you or what? And he's like, no, come come pick me up. Yeah. Because this motherfucker <laughs> would sneak out of his house. Yeah. Like a fucking teenager. <laughs> he would sneak out of the house yeah. and walk to the corner where Shauna would pick him up. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? How old are you, sir? Are we in high school? How old are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Now, according to Shauna, they went back to her condo. They had a couple drinks and they had makeup sex. Mm. According to Ig, she demanded intimacy from him. Oh, yeah. He said, quote, the quicker I performed, the quicker I could go home. Bullshit. Or you could not sneak out of your house and have her drive. Right. You you could even drive your own fucking car. (laughs) Let's just go there. You could you could drive your own car. Oh, my God. (sighs) July 4th, 2005. Yeah. Shauna calls him and says, I'm pregnant. Oh, my God. Again. Bro. Josh, Josh Mankiewicz, bless his heart, was like, don't you think you should have been using something yeah, at or, this point? Or pull the fuck out. Right. Do you want to know what he says? What? He wasn't allowed to use protection with her. Bullshit. And that if he tried to use protection with her, that she would get mad. Sure. And he thought she was on the pill. And then when this pregnancy came out, he went, you know what? She's not on the pill. She got pregnant on purpose. <laughs> Sir, you're a detective. <laughs> not a great Not one. a good one, apparently. Right. Hmm. So, Ig's like, cool. Uh, I don't want anything to do with you, the pregnancy, or the baby. Yeah. And Shauna was like, well fuck you then right she thought that this would make him fall in love he's like no i can't afford a divorce i don't want my daughter to be uncomfortable like no Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. no so she hangs up with him and calls ken her soon-to-be ex Mm. who decides to withdraw the divorce and come home and says he will raise this baby as his own wow he will just have three kids yeah uh ig on the other hand says quote i'm just in neck deep I literally sat and figured that I'm going to have to live for the rest of my life under her thumb. Mm, or you could have baby. pulled the motherfucker out. Yeah, 
Poor baby. So Shauna, she does say that she ends up calling Ken, not expecting anything out of him, but really to let him know that she was pregnant because it is, she said it was embarrassing and she wanted to give him the heads up. Right. Um, They, she said they got back together that night. Damn. Yeah. Uh, In March of 06, she gave birth to a baby boy she named Christian. Uh, They agreed that Ig would pay for medical, but Ken would sign the birth certificate and Ken and Shauna would physically raise the baby. She called Ig from the hospital. Um, Oh, Ken would be the father and Ig, she said, would play a significant role in his life as a family friend. As a family friend. Right. Oh, that's lovely. Great plan. Yeah. Awesome. So at one point she said she called Ig and he wanted to come see the baby. So Ken left the hospital so he could come see the baby. I'd been like, bring it, bitch. Dude. <laughs> Sitting on that fucking recliner. Yup. So Heather knew none of this. She had no what? idea that half his income was about to go to this fucking love child. Oh. I shouldn't say fucking love child. The baby had nothing to do with it. Yeah. But, um, Ken was also in the dark about the fact that the affair was still happening. Oh my God, dude. They picked what up are you doing? right where they left off, except now they were becoming more brazen in public. Shauna had told a bartender of a bar they frequented that they had a child, they were in love, and they were going to get married someday. Yikes. Someone actually approached Heather in public and said, Hey, you know that baby Shauna's got? That's eggs. So she confronted him, and he's like, I lied. And she believed me because she wanted to believe that I was still faithful. So she believed me. Dick. Dude, how dumb is she, though? So this was literally, she knew. She wasn't dumb. She wanted her marriage to work. Yeah, she had to have known. This was the worst kept secret in Greeley, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Shauna's dispatch supervisor said that Shauna confided in her about the affair. Uh, Shauna would say that she loved Ig more than anyone else she'd ever met, and Heather stood in the way of them being together. She also said that she, when she went to the range, she would pretend that the targets were Heather. Whoa. And would call Heather fat and a hag and... hey Yeah. Now, the superior became... The supervisor became so concerned with these conversations, she reported it to her superiors. Mm-hmm. Shauna quit. She okay. just quit then to raise the kids. So now, Ig maintains still that Shauna was obsessed and she was stalking him. Cool. You took her on dates. Like, you took her out. Yeah. You took her away for weekends. He went away for a victim's advocacy conference. Yeah. Took Shauna. Took her out of town for, you know, her birthday to go fishing. Uh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Shauna had a nice. photo album on her phone titled Lovers, and it had pictures of him in his uniform, his car, and with his dad. Multiple pictures of them together at bars, and even a picture of them in bed together. Oh, how cute. Uh, when asked, We how, should do that, baby. Yeah. When asked how can a man be held hostage as he describes it for three years, Ig says, quote, I wish you could be in my shoes. Oh, this guy. Things developed. This fucking guy. How subtleties developed. Oh. Um, so you couldn't keep your pants on is the right. correct answer. Right. <laughs> right. Cool. Okay. Now, Shauna's sister would say they, they openly pursued each other. As much as Ig said he did not pursue her, he did. He most definitely did. Yeah. Um, then it all came to a head. On December 16th, 2006, Ig was home with Heather. Um, he said that... He had had 
like seven or eight beers and then took an Ambien. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So you died because yeah. that's what would happen. Right. Um, Heather took meds that made her drowsy. So she went to bed. And then around 10 o'clock, Shauna and Michelle started texting him and wanted him to come out. And he's like, I'm not coming out. Yeah. And he said uh, what followed was a text tantrum. The fuck is that? I don't know. So he decided to go. His head said no, but his lips said yes. Oh, of course. So he he got dressed and then crawled out the basement window <laughs> to go meet them at the corner. Babe, I ain't crawling fucking anywhere. He did it so he didn't wake up the dog. Dude. Mm. Yeah. So they ended up going to a bar called Cactus Canyon. Uh, Sean said they were, Shauna said they were drinking for about an hour. Ig was standing behind her and then she looked and he was gone. Well, Heather had woke up and found that he was gone. Mm-hmm. So she was blowing up his phone. He kind of Irish goodbye at the bar, walked onto a payphone at the Chuck E. Cheese and called an on-duty patrolman and said, come get me. I got to go home. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, I knew I had been caught. Well, you think? Yeah. You think? Yeah, you think. So he gets home and Heather's fucking devastated, obviously, because she's been hearing all these rumors. You know, other officers' wives are like, he's fucking banging the dispatcher. You know, like, so Ig said he laid it all out. He told her that he had a three-year relationship with Shauna. It had produced a child. That he knows it's wrong and he's sorry, but I'm glad you know now. Oh, I'm glad you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Got it off my chest. He said, quote, it's almost like it was euphoric as having a weight lifted off of me. Because, (laughs) yeah, because having. Exactly what I said. uh Having Shauna no longer have any type of power or leverage upon me was, well, I felt like a man again. Oh, yeah. All right, dude. Do you hear my stomach growling, by the way? No. Oh. Um, I want tacos. So after this, he, he went and fell asleep on the couch. Well, yeah. Sir? His adrenaline dump. So Heather did as she promised. She left. Ooh. He woke up the next morning to a note from his nine-year-old daughter sitting on the table. Me and mommy went to Aunt Wendy's. She called her sister in the middle of the night. Her sister came and picked her up. Yeah. So now he decides he has to talk to somebody. Babe, by the way, this pineapple candle, Mm -hmm. and it's funny because it's pineapple. Pineapple, yeah. Um, it smells fucking phenomenal. I know it does. Um, it is fucking glorious. I want to eat it. Yeah, it does smell good. Yeah, it does. So he decides, you know, he, he's got to talk to somebody. He fucking calls Shauna. Why are you calling your girlfriend? He needed to talk. So they, they went, uh, to another town to a bar. Mm-hmm. What was decided, nobody knows. They didn't talk about it. But people who saw Shauna after the meeting said that she was, quote, upbeat and happy. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. On Monday the 18th, Heather came home. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, you know, I, I love you. I don't want to divorce you. But you have to you have to do three things for me. You have to go get STD testing. Yeah. We have to go to counseling. And you have to end it with Shauna immediately. It sounds reasonable. So he called Shauna right in front of her. Yeah. And very simply said, Heather knows, we're done. Mm-hmm. Within minutes, Shauna was blowing up Heather's phone, blowing up Ig's phone, calling the house phone, talking about him taking you to court. You know, we're, we're going to figure out child support. But she sent a picture of the baby to Heather 
and titled it Igg's Flesh and Blood. Yikes. That's pretty harsh. Fuck you. Yeah, that's harsh. Uh, So then she sent messages to Igg saying, my loyalty is gone. I loved you and trusted you and you fucked me. Be prepared. She sent another message to Heather saying, if you're reading this, you're a psycho bitch. I'm sorry. Heather did nothing wrong. (sighs) Heather did nothing wrong. She didn't. So, um, and then she sent an email to Ig saying that she understood um, that he's going to choose a life filled with vanilla and fat. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So um, Heather and Ig and Victoria end up going on a trip to Florida, a family trip. And he says, quote, I have my girl back. Because now they're speaking to one another again. They're actually communicating with each other. Yeah. She told her friends that he was a different person. And it was like they were back in college again. So when they got home, um, Ig met with an attorney and had um, uh, a cease and desist letter sent to Shauna. Right. And Shauna went to an attorney to um, get child support set up and have Ig sign away his rights to Christian, which Ig was totally fine with. Um, He decided they thought that everything, you know, that maybe moving would be the best bet kind of thing. But then all the emails stopped. Okay. Yeah. Um, Until... January 16th of 2007. She sent him an email and part of it said, I'm dead inside from all that happened. I wish you the best and hope you can be happy. I am now living every day in hell. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on January 23rd, 2007, um, Ig said that he got off of work and went to Subway and saw Shauna and her three kids at Subway. Mm. Uh, sir that baby is yours yeah so you saw her two kids and then your kid kid. together yeah right cool cool um so ig went home he said that the victoria and heather were getting ready to go he went to bed he woke up about 2 30 he picked up victoria from school uh heather was at work they had ice cream they went and got groceries and while he was cooking dinner uh the phone rang victoria picked up the phone and said it was mommy's friend sarah and he got on the phone with Sarah and she said, you need to get to the credit union. Heather's been shot. Whoa. So he called Greeley dispatch and said that they didn't confirm, but they were lying to him because they sent him to a sergeant and that's not normal. Right. So he went, he, he packed up Victoria and he went to the credit union. Yeah. So now at the same time, the Weld County Joint Drug Task Force was uh, meeting because they were they had a planned drug bust later, mm-hmm. and they had a six o'clock briefing. So while they were in the room, a uh, call came out over the radio for shots fired at the Eleventh Avenue Credit Union with one person down. Yeah, Sergeant Cal Halsey assumed it was a robbery um, yeah. until they gave the description of the suspect and the vehicle. And they uh, they described it as a dark color late model Ford F one fifty or two fifty, and then put out a bolo for Shauna Nelson. Oh, now many they knew right away. <clears throat> many knew Shauna personally. Yeah, uh, who didn't know her knew the drama, especially the one who grabbed the PD Jeep keys. <sighs> Ken Nelson, her husband. Ooh, he's on the drug task force. Oh, so he heard yikes. it. Yeah, he was in the room when it all came out, and oh. everybody kind of like looked at him like, "Shit." 
Uh-oh. So he tells Halsey. Uh-oh. Yeah. He tells Halsey, let's go. They get yeah. in the Jeep. He gives Halsey his gun. Yeah. And says, just in case. He's trying to call Shauna. She's not answering. He wants to know where the kids are. Right. Really, essentially, where the kids are. Um, He, at one point, starts yelling at Halsey to give him back his fucking gun. Oh. And Halsey's like, hey, no. <laughs> so... So it was around six o'clock that night when Heather was leaving her job at the credit union. She was a supervisor. Um, she was in the parking lot talking with coworkers when they noticed a figure dressed in all black starting to come through the parking lot. When they got closer, uh, the person had on a grim reaper mask with a black robe and went up to Heather and told her to get on her knees. Uh, one witness stated that they heard the assailant say, you've ruined my life. Damn. Another one said, you didn't give me a loan. So like trying to cover it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, the assailant said, like I said, they heard her say, you've ruined my life. And then shot Heather twice in the head. Oh, jeez. She died from her wounds 30 minutes later, two weeks shy of her 38th birthday. <sighs> um. So, so, I mean, she at least didn't, like, try to make it look like a fucking robbery, else, like, take money or The only or anything? thing she tried to do, she said, you didn't give me a loan. Great job. So, now... Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. Idiot. So, yeah, exactly. Um, witnesses say that um, the shooter ran like a woman, stood mm-hmm. like a woman, and two of the witnesses even went as far as flat out saying it had to have been... Shauna Nelson because they knew she was having problems with her so Ig goes to the scene and uh, tries to get past everybody they tell him no like you can't you have to go to the hospital yeah so they take him and Victoria in a squad car to the hospital he leaves her in the car obviously and he goes inside and they take him to that side room Mm -hmm. next to the trauma room which we all know what that means and he's a cop he knows what that means Mm -hmm. and a doctor that he knows came out and told him Heather's gone. Yeah. Um, They didn't even offer to allow him to see her because of the damage that was done to her face and her head. Oh, jeez. He said he had to go back out into the patrol car and tell Victoria that mommy's dead. So Ken is now rushing to try to get to his home to Mm -hmm. see where the kids are. And he had stopped at the house before the briefing, saw the kids playing. They said mommy was upstairs in the tub. Right. He went and knocked on the door. She didn't answer. He kind of thought, whatever. Now, Shauna says at this night, she had a headache because she had bumped her head earlier in the week and she just wanted to take a bath. Mm-hmm. So she went upstairs and ran a bath and thought to herself, you know what? Wine would be good. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go to the liquor store. And I'm going to get some wine. Now, she, she, she's a fucking mess. Um, so she leaves, obviously. Ken ends up meeting her in the street. He sees his truck. Mm -hmm. So he blocks the truck. He gets out screaming, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? What What do do you mean? mean? I didn't do nothing. So this is um, January, right? In Colorado. Yeah. So she's wearing a long shawl, a pair of oversized sweatpants, (laughs) and no shoes. What? She's not wearing shoes. Okay. So, um, Halsey. I went to get wine. Yeah. Halsey, who was with him, got in between the two of them because he's like, I thought Ken was going to hit her. Yeah. Like, I, so 
He said once he got in between the two of them, Ken went back to the Jeep and sped off to the house. Found the kids alone. Took them by his sister. Mm-hmm. At one point, um, another officer met him by back where the briefing was for the, the drug bust. Right. And he just kept saying, what the fuck was she thinking? What the fuck was she thinking? But this guy said he went to get in the passenger seat and there was a gun sitting on the chair. Mm. in Like in the seat. So he just kind of put it in his lap. Yeah. At this time, Halsey and Shauna were left by themselves at the truck. And Halsey has no way of getting anywhere because he was in the Jeep with Ken. So another detective pulls up who doesn't know Shauna. Right. He knows of the story, but he, he doesn't. He doesn't know Shauna, really. Okay. So he says that Halsey looks at him and gestures like handcuffs and then a gun gesture. Mm. So he said, I'm assuming at this point that he's saying she's the shooter. Like, we need to arrest her. Right. So he notices that the driver's side and like that second door of a like extended cab. Yeah. Is open. Nobody should have gone to the driver's side. Okay. So... Halsey starts looking in the truck and he's like, just don't, we're not, don't, don't, don't touch anything. Like we need to get other people out here. Nobody needs to be touching this shit. Yeah, of course. So they take her back to the police station and they kind of designate one guy to interview her because he knew her and she showed that she was comfortable with him. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you do it. And he's like, fuck you guys. I don't want to do this shit. He gets stuck doing it anyways. So she's in the room and she's crying and she's like, I just, I didn't want to cry. And can you just hold my hand? Oh, God. Well, you got to. You got to play it off. And he did. You got to. You got to build a rapport. And he's telling her, he's like, listen, like, I have to do this. And she's like, I know you have to do your job. She's like, I just don't understand. And he's like, well, tell me about your day. And she's like, your whole day, like my whole day, where do I start? I don't know what's happening. She keeps maintaining. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Mm hmm. And she's like, I went to the liquor store and the next thing I know, Ken's blocking my truck off asking me what the fuck I did. And I don't know why he's so mad. Okay. Yeah. He eventually tells her, we know you were there. We know it. Yeah. We found the shoes that you threw out the fucking window. (laughs) We know you were there. So we need to move past the, I don't know what's happening. And and we need to just. Get to the nitty gritty. We need to, right. We need to get to the nitty gritty. So, she's not arrested right away. She's actually not arrested until June. They wanted, Really? Yeah. They had other agencies come in because of the connection between yeah, Ken. Yeah, it makes sense. But then, they started questioning Ken. Mm. Because they find... Oh, that, that's normal. Yeah. They find cartridges that match his duty weapon mm-hmm. at the scene. Where Heather was shot. Yeah. I mean, you got to. No, no, no. You didn't hear me. They found cartridges that match his duty weapon at the scene of the murder. Why is the gun that's supposed to be on your hip now the murder weapon? Yeah. So they're questioning Mm, him. Yeah. Makes sense. Fast forward charges eventually get dropped against him. Oh. Yeah. Um... How the fuck does that happen? I I don't know. I don't know. So now, remember how I said Michelle Bush was going to come back? Yeah. She was the paramedic on the scene for Heather's murder. Because they all work together. Yeah. You know? Right. So now, 
they're questioning Heather's friends. They're questioning Shauna's friends. And mm-hmm. they get to Heather's friend, Michelle Moore, mm-hmm. who says, I have no fucking idea what she did. I don't know. I have no idea. Right. And they're like, cool. You're going to jail for a really long fucking time. And she goes, oh, wait. I know what happened. Oh. I know what happened. Ding dong. She starts telling the police the story about how Heather or uh, Shauna wanted to kill Heather to get her out of the way. Mm. And she was with Shauna when she bought the mask and the robe. And she knows for a fact that it was Shauna that did it. Shauna turns around and says, no, see, me and Michelle, you know, we were having this lovely lesbianic affair. Ooh. And I broke it off wow. with her. And because I didn't want to have sex with her anymore, now she's mad at me. Oh. Honey, are you that good that she's going to set you up for murder? <laughs> I'm just saying. She must be amazing. So, yeah. Uh, now, right before Shauna's trial was to begin, police arrested Michelle Moore and charged her with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder wow. and criminal attempt to commit first-degree murder. Good job. That was when she decided to tell the police everything that she knew. <laughs> so, um, Moore told the police about, quote, a discussion with Shauna Nelson where they spoke about leaving misleading evidence at the scene which would contain someone else's DNA. That would be Ken's DNA. Yeah. She took his duty weapon. Uh, mm-hmm. So now this is when it's all coming out that Ig says she was stalking her and, and this, that, and the other. And there's recorded jailhouse calls from her yeah, saying, no, look here, look here, look here, proving that he was just as much a part of this relationship as she yeah. was. Yeah. So she maintains her innocence. She says she did not do it. She gets on the stand and she's like, I don't have a fucking clue what happened. Oh, I don't dummy. know why it happened. I went to the liquor store. Like, I, I don't know. And the attorney's like, so why were you wearing your husband's dirty clothes then? Right. Do you want to know what she said? Oh, God, I can't wait to hear this. She was on a weight loss medication and she had essentially shit her pants. So she... Right around the time she was deciding to go to the liquor store and she didn't want to dirty any clean clothes. Of course So not. she just grabbed some clothes out of the hamper. Yeah, of course. Okay. So you don't want to dirty your own clothes, but you have no problems putting on your husband's <laughs> right. dirty underwear because she Asshole. had his underwear on. <laughs> right. His underwear. I've seen uh, your dirty underwear. I'm not putting that on my butt. <laughs> right. Two, do you want to know how you avoid getting clean clothes dirty? Wipe your ass. Right. Wipe your ass, sweetheart. Going to the store with fucking mud butt. What are you doing? Dude, yeah. How the fuck can you, like, how can you go around with mud butt? And not just like, not just like you didn't wipe good enough, but like these diet pills, I mean, it's like water coming out. You're peeing out your butt. So now you're going with mud butt in your husband's dirty underwear to get wine. How good is this wine? Right. What kind of wine? Because I want to fucking you didn't try put it. shoes on. <laughs> and she said, Dude, I, did, I didn't chick. wear shoes. I didn't wear. I didn't wear shoes. This chick. Is they did nuts. end up finding the shoes. Witnesses okay. described her wearing black shoes with a wide white sole. They found the exact same shoes in separate spots on her drive, basically, with her DNA on it. Right. So they ended up. 
they put over 40 witnesses on the stand with 120 exhibits 40 of evidence. 40 witnesses? Mm-hmm. But Whoa. the most damning was Michelle Moore, yeah. who said, no, we did not have this lesbianic affair. Like, lesbianic, is that a word? Yes, it is now. Um, <laughs> not only did she like talk about wanting to do with it, do it, I coached her on how to get away with it. Mm. You didn't coach her very good. No. Fucking suck Not that. really. Mm. But she did come out and say that, you know, Shauna planned on the dirty clothes. Mm-hmm. She didn't shit her pants. She put those clothes on on purpose. No mud butt. No mud butt. Um, it, I mean, she had his pants, his underwear, his baseball hat, his socks, driving the truck that she hates. She never drove his truck, ev- <sighs> ever. Dummy. He said she had driven the truck maybe twice. Yeah. Her car was in the driveway. She could have taken her car. Right. But she didn't. She took she took his. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the whole lesbianic affair, whatever, came lesbianic, out. Lesbianic, I love that. Shauna still is maintaining that she had nothing to do with it. But on March 3rd, 2008, after a day of deliberations, the jury was like, fuck you. <laughs> and they found her guilty. Of murder in the first degree. Guilty. Within minutes. Really? She was sentenced to. Because at that point in Colorado, when you're guilty of first degree murder, there's it. There's one penalty you get. Oh, really? That's it. You get life without parole. That's it. There's oh, no, there's no other options. So okay. she was sentenced within minutes. Good. Um, she showed no emotion. Nothing. Now, Michelle Moore, because she coached her and all that good shit, she was actually sentenced to nine years in jail. And three years of mandatory parole. Mm. Yeah. She was originally charged with, you know, conspiracy to commit murder, but later agreed to a lesser sentence of accessory to a crime in exchange for her testimony. Wow. Okay. Uh, Moore has since been released from prison. Ken Nelson would later divorce Shauna and is now raising his three children out of state. Okay. Uh, Ig resigned from the Greeley Police Department and moved to Florida with his daughter, Victoria. They all moved to Florida. Yeah. Um, so she she gave an interview to the Denver Post and said, quote, somebody did a really good job of framing me. <laughs> Dude, really? She, uh, later, really? she later appealed her conviction, blaming it on her court-appointed court attorney, saying basically that he sucked. Uh, her appeal, however, was denied by a Weld District Court judge. Yeah. Uh, she is now serving out her life sentence at the Denver Women's Correctional Facility. Wow. Now. Yeah, she should. So, Ig, they found he had nothing to do with it. Really? He had nothing to do with it. <sighs> and Dude. he said he just, he said it, they finally got to the point where they were getting their life back together after he well, fucked yeah, up. You, you had an affair with a psycho. Yeah. Well, you made That's her. where you yeah. went wrong. Now, what I found out about Victoria. Yeah. Devastating. Okay. She actually in, I gotta find the year. I apologize. I just knew it. Um, in May of, no, excuse me. In March of 2015, she was in Michigan. Yeah. And she died in a car accident. Oh, my God. At 17 years old. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. And I and I just showed you the pictures. She is the spitting image. Oh, she looks exactly her like mother. her mother. Mm-hmm. Identical. Yep. 
<clears throat> so she, like no Maury yeah. for them. She died like two months shy of her 18th oh, birthday. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Died instantly in a car accident. Yeah. Oh. So as far as I know, Ig's still in Florida by himself because now everybody's gone. Dude. Yep. But yeah, he... Living the life in Florida. He had nothing to do with it, they deemed. I mean, obviously, he had nothing to do with the physical murder itself. Right, right. But that's... Uh, oh my God, that's yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah. The whole fucking story The whole is story terrible. is yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Oh I mean, you, you got to have it in you to do something like that. But I mean, there's... That people... People are, dude. When you're obsessed, I mean, and it sounds like they were obsessed with each other. I mean, he was because they couldn't stop. No, and he would say, "Well, she was doing. She forced you to have sex with her. Stop. Stop sneaking out of your fucking house and getting in her car, dum dum." God, I, dude, you snuck out a basement window. I'm not fucking crawling anywhere. You snuck out a basement window to not wake up the dog, and Josh Mankiewicz was like one protecting the other, not one <laughs> waking up the dog. I was, I died, right. I died. Yeah, really. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, the whole story is. Yeah. What did she? What did Heather do? That does. She piss didn't me do off. shit. Yeah, she. She came back to him after she found out about your fucking right. love child, and right. that's her fault. So you fucking shoot her? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. The story pissed me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what else kind of pissed me off? And it shouldn't piss me off. This is terrible. I shouldn't even say it. But like yeah. they interviewed some of the coworkers that were with her. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls said, you know, the, the shooter came up and said, you, you, you. And they pointed at Heather and made Heather get on her knees. And the girl said, I ran when I realized it wasn't me. And I'm like. What the fuck? But then on the other hand, I'm like, that's exactly what you should fucking do. Like, oh, yeah, you should. You absolutely should. Right. Um, right. There was a bar right next to the credit union. And there Mm. was actually a nurse in the bar that came out and tried to to help her. But she was she was declared dead at the hospital. But she was essentially. I mean, shot twice in the head. Yeah. One one kind of like skimmed. The other one obviously went in. But um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the the 911 call is is horrible. Is it really? they get one of the guys that works with her called. Oh. He's on the phone with 911. And so two bar patrons came over and tried to help. Yeah. And then um, the the guy who called 911 was like, I really want to chase the car, but like, I know that I shouldn't. And the 911 dispatcher's like, absolutely not. Do not chase that car. Like, right. you know, and then the nurse came out. She tried to help. And it was just, just this pure woman. You know, who did nothing wrong. <sighs> no, she was going to give you a second chance. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. But, man, obsession is yeah. fucking dangerous. Apparently. Damn. And this woman still maintains her innocence. She said that she oh, didn't do it. fuck you. She doesn't know who did it. Yeah, fuck you. And there's, there's I left out a lot. Mm. There's so much more that, like, they were going to do it one night and Michelle Moore tried to help her drug Ken with Ambien and like, Oh my God, yeah, there was Michelle Moore's testimony is insane. Like she spelled it. She spelled it the fuck out. Right. Because they're like, you're going to go to jail for life. And she's like, no, 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 please listen. Yeah. So, but yeah, Shauna came up with some, uh, she was as good of a storyteller as, as Ig. I couldn't use protection with her. Yeah. of Dude. Come on. 
And then Shauna. No, we were we were banging and she got mad. I mean, you're not both unfortunate fucking, looking, but. Both are fucking idiots. Yeah. So that is the story of Shauna Nelson and the murder of Heather Garris. Well, that was a good one, even yeah. though it's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Yep. Moral of that story. Don't cheat on your fucking spouse because you never know who you're cheating with. Yeah. You know? The second moral psycho. of that story. See, Mark, you're fucked. You can't go anywhere. We were talking about this. Who was I talking to? I don't remember. But I was like, it's not like Mark could ever do that. What's he going to do? Ask me for a ride to his girlfriend's house? <laughs> no. I don't see you sneaking out a fucking window. <laughs> I'm going to roll myself out the I window. I don't see you putting pants on long enough to get yourself out of a window. Babe, I don't have the energy to do fucking anything. I know. That's what I'm saying. I have a hard time getting up off the fucking couch. I don't have the energy to make a separate photo album in my phone (laughs) of certain things. (laughs) So. Oh, my God. Well, that was good. Uh, Guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, Our next episode will be in a few days. It is going to be a case out of the UK. Yeah. Um, it's another good one. It's uh, a pretty popular true crime case. Yeah. So. Yeah. The Moore's murder. Yeah. Um, so give us a couple days on that and, give uh, us, give me yeah, a couple days. Give Jamie, not give me. Give us. Jesus uh, Christ. I'll maybe read an article or two. That's about it. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> I know. You didn't read a fucking article look, about this one. I'll look at pictures. <laughs> You're like, oh, he went to jail? No, pictures. stupid. Did you know anything about this case? <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't, clearly. No. Yeah. So, yep. all right. Well, whatever platform you guys listen to us on, please hit that five-star liking. Please like, follow, share. Uh, if you are into ad-free uh, and access to our bonus episodes, hit us up on Patreon, mm-hmm. www.patreon.com. What you're going to do tonight is you are going to get a definitive date for a Zoom okay. meet and greet, and you're going to release it tonight. See, now I'm putting your ass to the okay. Um Yeah, it was going to be the 26th, but I believe I have a doctor's appointment. so that's March why. 26th? Yes. That's in like four days. Is that why we changed it? Yes, oh, okay. that's why I changed it. Okay, we I can't have, do it April first either. Yeah, I have something coming up on the twenty sixth. We got invited to dinner for April first. Oh, okay. Christmas dinner, right before Easter. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, you cut me off. So, www.patreon.com forward slash death do us part number one. Uh, it's always posted on our social media. Hit us up on social media. I'm always on there. Uh, I love talking to you guys. I love hearing from you guys. Um, That's about it. So give us a few days, and uh, we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.